I mean, the story came about because of my daughter. So my daughter, who was eight at the time, had said that she couldn't decide if she wanted to be a rock star or a detective when she grows up. So I said to her, well, as far as I know, you can be both. And then I kind of got thinking about it and went, actually, that's not a bad idea for a story. Hello, it's Sean. It's Fun Kids Meets. This is where we bring you excellent and interesting, amazing people each and every week. And also featuring bonus amazing people like my friend Bex here. Hello, Bex. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm very good. Very good. Uh, You've been meeting uh, a particular author this week, as is your way. Oh my goodness, you know me, I love my authors, but one thing I love more than authors are comedians. And this week I met someone who is both of those things. It's a dream scenario for Bexatron. Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, This week I chatted to comedian slash broadcaster slash author Adam Hills and oh my goodness, he was a joy. He lived up to my expectations of him. He is an excellent man. I've met Adam Hills as well. Your mum and dad might know him off of The Last Leg on Channel 4 and he's just a very overall funny excellent fella and he's also done a great book he's so nice he's exactly what you want him to be because on TV he comes across as really lovely and you think to yourself oh I hope he's as lovely in real life and he is he was so kind and um, he's somebody I've wanted to chat to for ages so yeah he's got a new book out called Rockstar Detectives and it is spoiler alert definitely going to be a series so I'm pretty sure I'll interview him again (laughs) and uh, he was just so much fun to talk to and he I'm going to put it out there Sean I think he also loved the Fun Kids quiz. I think he loved the author quiz a lot. The author quiz is kind of in folklore amongst the author community (laughs) as like a rite of passage, I think. Yeah, you have to pass it. And most importantly is, of course, the crisp question at the end of it. That's that's the one. Um, You have to keep listening to find out how Adam does in this quiz, because that obviously is is the biggest question I can possibly ask anyone. Are there any tasty behind the scenes morsels you can give us for this interview? Oh, just... He was coming he was coming from his office and his office looked like busy. You know, those offices of people who just look um really like he's just got lots of stuff going on. Yeah. You know. It was like lots of things in the background and he was a busy man, but he was also lovely. He was so generous with his time, he was very fun, and he definitely just enjoyed chatting about the book. The book is also very, very good, I should say. I have read it. Really, really enjoyed it. And you could just tell immediately within the first five pages, it's gonna be a series. It was so obvious. Rockstar detectives immediately just sounds great though. It's a great great, idea. It's a great title. It's a great title. Should we hear hear from Adam? Let's. So here it is, Bex's chat with the author of The Rockstar Detectives and all-round funny and excellent man, it's Adam Hills. I am joined right now by comedian, presenter and now children's author, Adam Hills. Hey, Adam, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I like being introduced like that. Well, it's all factually correct, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's all accurate. (laughs) No. It's just a, a different title to have at the front. I guess I guess so, because this is your first children's book, is that right? Yes, it is, yes. So uh, Rockstar Detectives, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and I did not get who the... the I don't want to spoil it, I didn't get who the culprit was. I'm going to put it out there. Hey! Excellent. I, honestly, I, when it was revealed, I was genuinely shocked, and I was annoyed at you as well, because I was like, I should have got that. well funnily enough um before christmas i went into a studio to record the audio version of the book okay and so that's a strange thing because then you read the whole book back it's just you and a guy in the next room monitoring all the sound levels and someone on the other end of the line who's listening in on a zoom call just to make sure it all it all works as well and so we ended up building up this relationship between the three of us where 
after every few chapters, we'd kind of pause and one of them would go, hmm, I think it's this person. And they'd go, yeah, I think it's this person. And then when we got to the end of the book, both of them said, oh, I did not pick that at all. <laughs> Great. And my main worry when I was writing the book was that it might be too obvious. Nope. But apparently not. No, apparently it was hidden quite well. Honestly, I was guessing every person apart from the person. So, um, <laughs> excellent, oh, man. I, again, I'm, I'm cross at you, but you know, well done. I guess. <laughs> um, so, we should tell everybody the book is called Rockstar Detectives. And on the face of it, you think it's going to be a kind of crime caper book, but there's also more to it. You've got music in there. You've got performing. You've got traveling. You've crammed loads of genres into one uh, big adventure. It's basically everything I know. It's it's great. I mean, the story came about because of my daughter. So my daughter, who was eight at the time, had said that she couldn't decide if she wanted to be a rock star or a detective when she grows up. Great. And was quite perplexed by this conundrum. Um, so I said to her, well, as far as I know, you can be both. You can be a rock star who, you know, solves crimes in your spare time. Or, And then I kind of got thinking about it and went, actually, that's not a bad idea for a story. And then she and I started to plot out this idea of a little bit of a mystery. And um, so we came up with the idea of Charlie and George, two 12-year-olds. She's the rock star. He's the social media manager uh, doing their first ever tour with their mum's cousin as the manager, taking them around. And then valuable pieces of art being stolen from art galleries wherever they perform, when they perform, and then all the evidence looking like they did it. So basically looks like someone's framing them. They've got to try and work out who's doing all this. And so my daughter and I kind of came up with this story together. And then I went, right, I'll go off and write this. And I just threw everything I knew at it, everything I knew from touring, everything I knew from hosting a music show in Australia, a TV show, even the places that they visit are the places that we went to on holidays with my wife and kids in 2019. And the acknowledgements in the back, you said that your daughter's kind of inspired the, the best personality traits in Charlie and George. Um, kind of how, how, how did they help you to create those characters? Well, funnily enough, the, the characters, I mean, Charlie is definitely based on my eldest. It's, and, and in fact, she has said that if, if the book gets turned into a movie, she is playing Charlie in the movie. George was originally more based on me. Um, but as I, as I wrote more of the book, and especially last year, I spent seven months in the UK away from my wife and kids. And I realised as I was writing it, oh, these are, I'm, sp I'm spending time with them as if they're my kids now. And <laughs> Charlie is like my eldest, very stylish, bit of a rock star. George is like my youngest, who just wants to be a comedian and just can't resist a good joke when she hears one. And she's just got an inbuilt, I watched her the other day create a joke. I watched her say the word doctor and then soon afterwards she said the word dog about something else and then I saw her go, oh, hang on, and she thought about <laughs> it for a second and she went, Daddy, what, what do you call a dog that likes operating on patients? And I went, what? She said, a dogter. And I went, nice work. And it wasn't so much the joke as the way she put it together. I saw her brain go, dog, dog, dogter, dogter. How do I get to dogter? Go back. Annie, what do you call a doctor, that, a dog that wants to be? And then it was perfect. So, yeah, she's got a real comedy twist to the way she thinks. And tell me, do we have, because uh, it seems like the kind of story that we could see a sequel and then we could see a third and fourth book. Do we, I assume we're going to be seeing more of Charlie and George. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I wrote the first book knowing what I wanted the second book to be. So there are even some little clues in the first book as to what the second book will be. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't have so, to go reread for Easter eggs. Okay, good. How much? I, I mean, I think I can. T- I can. I'm sure I can tell. I can tell you the name of the second book. Anyway, the name of the second book will be Movie Star Detectives. Ooh. Still okay. Charlie and George, though. Okay. Okay. I like this little progression. They're, they're promoting themselves in the world. They're going up there. They're going to be multimedia kind of expanding. Um, oh man, this is exciting stuff. Thank you. <laughs> little, little fun kids exclusive. Uh, now, before I let you go, we do um, have a thing. Every author I interview on fun kids, I do like quick fire round of questions with them. I wondered if I could oh, do okay. that with you. Okay. Yes, please. No pressure. Like I'm not going to judge you. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> um, first one, super easy. Uh, books or Kindles? Books. Yeah. Everyone says it. Heroes, heroes or villains? Oh, I like heroes. I do like a hero. I'm a bit of a goody two-shoes, so I like a hero. I'll give you that. Um, film adaptation or TV adaptation? Oh, wow. TV adaptation, because you've got more time to go into all the details. Film, you have to cram it into two hours. TV, you can let it breathe a bit. Yeah, you know what I started asking that question? People were always like, film, film, film. And now everyone's like, actually... Netflix. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics? Whoa. Well, I'm going to go Paralympics for a start because I prefer that to the Olympics. But sure. Winter or summer? No, you can't. That's like saying yin or yang or sweet or sour. You've got to have both. Oh, amazing. Um, Hogwarts or Narnia? Hogwarts. I don't. I'm not, a, I'm not as familiar with Narnia as I am with Hogwarts. Hogwarts, for me, feels more comforting, so I'm going to say Hogwarts. I'm the same. Um, Edinburgh Festival or Melbourne Festival? Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would like, I have some friends who do comedy, so I've, I've heard a lot about the Melbourne Festival and I know the Edinburgh very well. And I just wanted to know what your point of view was. Oh, again, again, that's like... What was the, there's like the winter and summer Paralympics. You, ha, you can't have one without the other. I can't choose between those two. A very good diplomatic answer. Um, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? <sighs> what are you doing? This isn't fair. <laughs> Why do I have to choose one of them? Uh, I mean, they're almost the same, aren't they? My, one of my favourite books ever is The Tao of Pooh, and it talks about how Winnie the Pooh is basically the essence of the Chinese spiritual practice of Taoism. And, um, but I would suggest that Paddington Bear is, is also uh, an, an essence of Taoism. Ah! Okay, I'm going to say Paddington Bear because, because I grew up with him. I read him first and he was closer to my heart. He holds your heart. Okay, fair. Oh. Um, now, f- finally, the last one is the most important one, and this is the one I will judge you for. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, no pressure, but, I mean, if you get it wrong, I will terminate the interview immediately, to be honest. Um, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Cheese and onion. Oh, such a shame. Such oh, a shame. I oh, no. Again, that was one of those ones where it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Sometimes it'll be salt and vinegar. Sometimes I want a bit of a tang and sometimes I want a bit of kind of the the cheesiness. But I'm sorry. It's been lovely. I thought we could be friends. Lock and report, to be honest. Absolutely gone. No, of course I would, because uh, your book was so good, I couldn't do that to you, Adam. Um, We should just say it is out right now. Rockstar Detectives is out. People need to go and buy it. And um, hopefully we'll be able to talk very soon, maybe in person about the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh book. Is that is that all right? We're hoping that uh, Movie Star Detectives might be this time next year. 
Perfect. I will see you then and I'll give you okay. more difficult questions. <laughs> and then go back and read Ralph Star Detectives and see if you can work out what the movie's about. Setting me homework already. I love it. <laughs> Yay, five stars for Adam and five stars for the Rockstar Detectives. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, like like I said to you, he really did live up to my expectations. He was so friendly. He was telling me about his daughter and, you know, uh, about how much she loved comedy and how funny she was. He was telling me about all of his other work because he's hosting some stuff for rugby for Channel 4, I think, as well. We had a little chat about Paralympics. And, of course, uh, a bit of a shame there that, in my mind, he failed the crisp question. He went for cheese and onion, which is a shame. But I let him off because he was so nice. You'd think that these authors would do the research before appearing mm-hmm. on the podcast and just know if you're going to answer that question, it doesn't matter what your actual preference is, you just say salt and vinegar. I have more respect for people if they say actually like prawn cocktail than if they say cheese and onion. Honestly, I, that's, that is the lowest of the low if you say cheese and onion. It's <laughs> such a shame. I love, such how a shame. We, I love how we built Adam up for the whole of the beginning of the podcast. He then gave the lovely interview and now he's the lowest of the low. <laughs> <laughs> I let him off because he's so nice, but it was touch and go there. But yeah, I'm hoping um, we will chat to him again very soon for his next book because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a big old series. I hope so too. Bex, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Anytime, Sean. Thank you for having me. And we will be back with more excellent and interesting people next week. So make sure you join us then. Hit the follow button or the subscribe, wherever it is you get your podcast from. See you next time. Bye.